The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Okay, fasten your seatbelts, folks. Stop what you're doing and listen. For over 15 years. Okay, we're back on the air. One show has consistently pushed the boundaries of outdoor entertainment. It's got everything you need to know to survive in the universe. A show in which all others will be judged. You, Jim, you. (laughs) All they talk about around here is football and underwear. Oh, stop it. (laughs) And they smell. A show about nothing and everything. Oh, that's original. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Jim is a man of uh, many folklores inside an enigma. Do you ever stop and think of the consequences of anything that you do? Often imitated, but never duplicated. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Today on Habitat Rehab of Our Lives, there's trouble in row crop paradise. I, I, I just don't get it, Jim and Bunny. I, I, I mean, we drilled the corn, we sprayed, we've had plenty of moisture, but still, no corn is popping up. Hold it together, son, you little Listen, baby, you know, Luke Bryan says that, that rain makes corn and, and corn makes whiskey, and we all know that, well, whiskey makes me feel frisky, so you just have to have faith that our corn will produce some big bucks this fall. And be sure to catch the season finale of Habitat Rehab next week, where Trav gets eaten by a python. Now, someone please explain to me why I had to get eaten by a python. <laughs> <laughs> just part of the game. How does that play into anything? All right, so we're talking Habitat Rehab on today's show if you didn't get that uh from that amazing intro mrs bunny you are here here guys how's it going good and jimbo you are here as well i'm still here all right so you know it's kind of cool we're going to talk about all things conservation on today's show we're going to do a special two-parter uh, two-part with mr lee lakoski tiffany she's not here but lee is and uh, make sure you watch crush with lee and tiffany on outdoor channel sundays uh 7 30 p.m eastern time i think we frank do we have a clip all right, set it up. Here's a clip from Lee. He's talking about Clover and why he loves it so much. Take a listen. Lee Lukowski. You know, everybody always asks, if you could only plant one thing, what would it be? And for me, it would be Clover. I mean, everybody wants a magic bean or something, but Clover is just one of those things that just has you know, great drawing power. It can withstand a lot of grazing pressure. It has good protein. But that's the one thing that I can get to grow, you know, even in shady areas. So... Anytime you got food in there, deer are going to come. All right, so once again, there's Mr. Lee Lukoski, and he's going to be joining us. With a two-parter. With a two-parter. I held my fingers up so Jimbo could count. <laughs> uh, one more time, Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we're going to be joined by Matt Thomas. He is the lead singer of Parmalee. Parmalee, what a great crew. Yeah, make sure you watch him on Outside Tracks. That is on Outdoor Channel. Fantastic show, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Then Steve Nestle, and he is Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager. He's going to be telling us 
us about their uh, fantastic side-by-sides and ATVs and how they can help us with playing food plots, doing chores, all sorts of stuff. All kinds of great stuff with Yamaha. Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? How to make a DIY water hole. All right, Mrs. Bunny, she's brought to you by Nissan. And now the one and only Mrs. Bunny talking conservation and habitat rehab. Brought to you by Nissan at NissanUSA.com. Okay, food, water, and cover. Those are the three things that deer need three on, necessities. Your, on your property, okay? One of the missing ingredients on, for many people, especially out here in the West, is many times water. Drought. Yeah, exactly. So what do you do if you have everything else but you don't have water on your property? There are ways to build DIY water holes. Now, for the people who are blessed enough to live in locations with a really high water table, sometimes it takes nothing more than digging down 18 to 24 inches and digging a decent-sized hole, and it naturally replenishes itself because the water table is high enough. Out here in the west or in drier states where you have to work much harder to get your water source, what you can do is go to a tractor supply or um, an Orschlands or anywhere that you have a farm and feed store and buy rubber tubs that are generally pretty um, cost effective, oh, yeah. like 15, 20 gallon tubs. Yeah. Or if you know somebody who has stock tanks that maybe they don't use anymore or rusted out of the bottom a little bit or something like that, um, buy them off of them for cheap and you take them out and you need to identify an area on your property that would be a good place for water. So you're going to look for low lying areas that collect water naturally when it rains um, they don't have to have standing water at the time, just low-lying areas. So follow valleys down, follow hillsides down, maybe like a little gully where it washes in between two hills or whatever. And you're going to dig out the size of the tank that you have into the ground. That way, the tank fits um, flush with the ground. So if you dig it into the hillside, obviously the backside is going to lay flush with the ground. And that way, as it rains, the water is going to come down the hill and collect in your basin or in your tub. It could be a kiddie pool. It could be, um, if you don't want to spend that, you can go get tarps, dig a hole, line it with a tarp, put some dirt on top. That way it stays in there. And you have a natural place then that the water is going to collect and it's going to draw animals, most preferably in this case, deer in. Uh, out here where we are, there's not a whole lot of water. You know, their only water sources are stock tanks, farmers' stock tanks around, and occasionally toll water pits. And so, if you have any source of water on your property, um, you're going to be, you're going to draw in more animals than you think you are. And if you don't get enough rain to keep these um, filled all the time, you can also uh, put them in an area that's easy to get to, and you can drive in on your four wheeler or your ATV or whatever, and replenish the water with five gallon buckets if needed. You know, this is. Uh- a lot like something Pheasants Forever has done is putting out guzzlers. Guzzlers, yeah. And it, I mean, there's a, a bunch of different ways to doing it, but a lot of people, like you said, you can go and get those plastic or even the, the flexible rubber stock tanks. Yeah. Uh, they're very cost effective and you can bury them. A lot of people will actually make like a tin lean-to. So when it does rain, all of that water will run right off into the tank that you have set into the ground, tarp, uh, whatever. It also catches condensation that way. Yeah. Remember we were out there there in the HD Mountain Range, and we found a couple of uh, rain collectors in there. Oh, yeah. Just big round uh, tanks, if you will, <laughs> and it and it actually caught the rain, and then it ran into, and of course, a deer or elk in this particular case could take drink advantage out of, it. of it. Yeah, you know, and, the, and the, uh, the the Department of Wildlife actually 
put those things out really all over the country. Well, you know, it's no different than a lot of homeowners in drought areas where they can't, you know, they're restricted where they can't use so much water. They'll get rain barrels. They'll exactly. hook them right up to uh, their eaves trough, stuff like this. Same premise, uh, but for wildlife. And you think this benefits everything from big game uh, to pheasants, quail, prairie chicken. It really doesn't matter. Songbirds. I mean, it benefits everything. So the, the songbirds will go there. The coyotes will come and eat them. <laughs> um, no, I think this is such a a really neat thing to do, and it's a great thing uh, to get kids involved. Oh yeah, in a conservation, a how to make it? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, so obviously location is key. But to your point about having uh, a shelter or a roof that goes to the top that the water can um, collect in there, if you put it about halfway over, that also adds as a shield and it shades a little bit and uh, keeps it from evaporating so quickly in the hot sun if half of it is shaded. So there's more than one purpose to having that. Yeah. Now with the idea with the uh, guzzler, it's actually moisture in the air condenses on the metal. Sure, oh, yeah. And then it goes to an eaves trough, which flows into a little uh, waterer kind of thing. That's yeah. what I said, the condensation. Is it condensation but, you know, too? They may call it that <laughs> when you're in um, Morocco. Is that where we're <laughs> Morocco's. <laughs> Morocco's. And you get eaten by a python. It might be totally different. I'm Mrs. Bunny. But you be waterproof. Is that it? That's it, guys. That is a really great idea, and that is one thing that affects wildlife so much uh, is lack of water. Yeah. Drought is so hard on them. Uh, so great idea, Mrs. Bunny. Doesn't take much money, just a nope. little bit of effort, and it's a simple project to do. So yeah, okay. Not so much brains, but a little bit of brawn. That's right. That's it. Hey, stick around. We got a whole lot of show coming up. We got Mr. Sexy Face himself, Lee Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The first part with Lee is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. But this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV, Nissan, Cinch Jeans, Silencer Shop, Cabela's, and High Mountain Seasonings. Mr. Spotty! See you guys later. You're so amazing. Lee Lukoski, right after this. He's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We interrupt this program to bring you a special yet horrible singing bulletin. Thank you. Love you guys, too. The Revolution with Jim and Trav Memorial Day Checklist. Food. Check. Family. Check. Beer. Stay tuned. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. Every Friday night on Outdoor Channel, venture into the Badlands. Straight up or draped over the saddle, either one. Where revenge and retribution are a way of life. We ain't gonna run, are we, Chris? Hell no. An untamed land filled with heroes, outlaws, and desperate opportunities. Did you bring some gold with you? No. Silver? Just lead. Great movies inspired by the great outdoors. Friday nights on Outdoor Channel. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's gonna do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. 
Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's all things conservation this week. Now, a two-part interview with Lee Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. Here's part one. Lee Lakoski! Big Buck! Thank you. Love you guys, too. You know, that could actually be really awkward since he's on the line right now. <laughs> but I won't let it be. No. I, I'm determined not to let it get to me. All right, so we are talking uh, Habitat Rehab on today's show. And before the break, hey, we heard from Mrs. Bunny, and she talked about various ways that we can make self-waterers. Such a great Habitat project to do, too. All right, so we are just now being joined by Mr. Lee Lakoski and he co-hosts uh, The Crush with Miss Tiffany, and it's on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, Sunday nights at 7.30 Eastern Time. That's right. Him and Miss Tiffany, they're starting their own tribe. They are. They got a passel of kids now. They got teepees and everything. Hi, Mr. Lee. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks. Great to be back. Congratulations on the new kiddo. Yeah, thank you. He's at the doctor right now with the uh... With Tiffany, so I'm here home alone with the boys. So if there's any meltdowns, you'll hear them. Uh, what you're doing is you're giving really high expectations for all men out there. Not only can he harvest big deer, manage land, he can also babysit. That's it. You, you yeah, I, yeah, I can babysit with the best of them right now. <laughs> I got lots of practice. All right, so we are talking a habitat rehab on today's show, Mr. Lee. Once again, make sure you watch Lee and Tiffany from Crush on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, let's jump right into this and talk about land co-ops for a second and get your take on this because this is kind of like the next cornerstone of state level management, but it is also a consistent way for an individual hunter to kill more mature deer. Are you mm-hmm. for land co-ops? Is this something you like? What What is your take on that? What do you think? Well, I think for me, it depends because... You know, a lot of people's management strategies aren't the same as mine. Yeah. I mean, you, and it takes a while to get there because most people's idea of management is to plant a food plot and shoot every three-year-old 150 or 60 that comes in there because that was me. I mean, let's face it. I mean, when I first started, that's what I did. And it took me a couple of years to figure out. It's like, wait, this is the worst management practices ever. <laughs> every three-year-old that, that has potential to be a 190 and I'm leaving four and five-year-old eight points because oh, they're, not, they're only 130s. And pretty soon your whole farm is run by crappy eight points. So it basically just has to be on age structure. But that's the thing. For me, the best neighbor is one that doesn't hunt. Oh. Or even like some of my neighbors are ones that just, uh, you know, maybe gun hunt. They'll go out and drive and push and they shoot the first six deer that come out. And it may be a doe, a button buck, a decent buck, and a fawn or whatever. But they're not targeting certain genetic deer. But now if you have somebody who's a hunter and bow hunter and real serious hunter, then it definitely pays to get in with the co-op. And so everybody kind of gets on the same management strategy. And the, the, the best way to do it would be pictures, to put a picture and say, this deer is off limits. So everybody knows. And, of course, you're still going to have the guys, oh, I, I didn't know it was that deer. He just came in fast. You know, they'll have got lots of excuses why they're shooting a three-year-old But All right. Now, when you started off, you started off with your core area. Say you've got uh, 500 acres, and, and I'm just using that as a figure. All right. When you mm-hmm. go out to look for more acreage, uh, whether it be to buy or to lease, are you trying to get it to conjoin with what you have, or you don't mind picking up a 90-acre plot three miles away? 
For sure. I mean, I, I like to keep things like at around 250 or 300 acres at the smallest. I mean, not that we don't have smaller ones, I'm saying in an ideal world, because then you can really kind of hold those deer on that. I think it takes, you know, like 250 to 300 to say, okay, I got deer that are never going to leave you. But at the same time, I would rather have, if, if somebody said, here's 3,000 acres in one place or 3,000 acres spread out over three counties and 300 acre pieces, I'd take the 300 acre pieces all around three different counties for sure, because you have so many different genetics and gene pools and, and things with EHD that we've had. You know, some farms get hit really bad and some don't. And that's why we still have always had, even through the EHD years, we still have always shot, you know, 170s, 180s, 190s through there because there's always one farm that doesn't get hit as bad as the others. And if you just had one, even a 3,000 acre piece, if that farm gets, has EHD bad right in that area, you're sitting looking out, you know, sometimes three or four years till you got maybe something you want to shoot again. Yeah, that that man you're listening to is the whitetail whisperer himself, Mr. Lee Lukoski, uh, from Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Makes you watch it on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, let's jump back to uh, food plots for a second. Uh, uh-huh. Kind of tell us, and I've been talking to a lot of people and reading a lot of articles. Obviously, you're kind of like the aficionado when it comes to you're this. You're the guru. Let's talk about the shape <laughs> of a food plot. Does that matter? Yeah. Do we need to basically mold it in a particular way where it's not only a beneficial food source, but it's also beneficial for harvesting the game? Is that something we need to be cognitive of or not? Absolutely. I just, you know, it's a perfect example. I just dozed in a new food plot at one of our farms this year. And the first thing I do now, I mean, I've learned over the years, you know, so I pick out a tree first that I get a stand. Okay, that one's straight. Okay, it's got a good cover. Uh-huh. I don't want it right on the field edge either. I want it a lot of times like about 10 yards back where I can take out certain trees. I still want to be able to see the whole field. But I don't want, I don't like it right on because then you're just so exposed. I mean, even trying to shoot your bow, like to pick up your bow and draw it. And then I look at, okay, now I want it to be as east and west as possible just so I can get, make sure it gets the maximum amount of sunlight in there. And, uh, and then the shape, like you said, a lot of times, most of mine are long and skinny or figure eight type. So there's like a pinch point, at least if they walk through it, mm-hmm. you know, on a small plot, like the one I just did was like an acre and it's kind of long and it has a little bit of a sunglass shape to it. And the, the tree that I picked out was right in the middle. And so the wind, I make sure that there's like a ditch off behind me where the wind can blow over with the west wind, or, which we normally get, you know, blow right over that big ditch. They can't get behind you. And it should be perfect. And I haven't planted it yet because it's been so wet in there, but uh, I guess we'll go pull all the roots out and do a bunch of work on it. But that's hopefully it'll dry up this week and I can get in uh, into it. But it's important because we, we've done it so many times. We've, we've dozed in food plots. You know, okay, man, this thing looks perfect. You go look there and like, man, there's not a tree anywhere on this thing. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, God. You know, and it's funny because one of my best fields this year, it was the first time I ever had a stand in it. And it happens to be a big old hedge tree there uh-huh. that had gotten big enough now that I can get a stand in. But for, well, it's been 15 years. as our first farm. I've never been able to put a, a stand out because there's no trees on the edge of it. It's a great food plot, but it for a stand. So there's little things that you think are obvious, but, you know, you see over the years. And then even my ones that are kind of long and skinny, but they were north and west. I mean, you only got such a short amount of time when the sun is like at noon to get sun in on those fields. That they just don't grow as good. I went in with a dozen and opened some of them up a little bit so they make them a little bit wider, but you still, it never changes. You that north south to an east west without making it way bigger. Yeah. Hey, we're talking with Lee Likoski. Hey, can you uh, stick around for a second part? Man, this is some great stuff on Habitat Rehab. Absolutely. 
Let me get a little monster out of here. He's, uh... <laughs> All right, so we got to get to a break. We'll t- real quick, talk with uh, Lee Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. We will return with part two of Habitat Rehab with Lee Lakoski right after this. To you, it's a barbecue, a day off, time with the family. To them, it's a brother, a husband, an uncle, a mom. This Memorial Day, take a moment to honor those family members and friends who gave their lives in the line of duty. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue next. I love TV and movies. Sometimes I see a scene and I think to myself, can you really do that? I'm here to put Hollywood to the test. We're going to need a bigger boat. Hollywood Weapons is like Mythbusters on steroids. It's a scientific show. They film and TV lovers show how you do stuff behind the scenes. And then you put this knucklehead to the test and see if he can actually make that shot. Smile, you son of a... Hollywood Weapons. Fact or Fiction. All new series. Monday nights only on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev as we celebrate Memorial Day this weekend with all things conservation. Now, let's get back to Lee Lakoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here is part two. Hey, we're back, folks. And from the sound of it, it sounds like we're doing Habitat Rehab from 1989. I'm going to turn on some prints is what I want to do. All right, so we actually have a mystery caller. Mystery caller! Who are you? Hey, it's Lee. <laughs> All right, so this is part two with Mr. Lee Lakoski uh, from Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel. Sunday nights at 7.30 Eastern Time. That is right. All right, so, you know, we're talking Habitat Rehab once again on today's show. Uh, let's talk about food plots for a second, Mr. Lee, and diversity. Uh, because if someone has, let's say, a thousand acres of corn around them, would you recommend them going and planting corn on their property? Corn. Or do we need something that keeps on bringing those deer in during different times of the year? Let's say soybeans, some type of sorghum. I mean, who knows? Clover. What do you say? Is diversity key in terms of food plots, Lee? Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I tried on everyone on my farm to like to have corn beans, clover, some winter wheat, and then a turnip and rape mixture or, you know, a radish and rape mixture. So I try to have a, a mixture of everything. But like you said, even if there's corn all around you, I see that a lot of times. I mean, 
lot of my buddies even call me about food plots. They say, well, my neighbors have beans, so I don't want to do beans this year. I said, no, I, I wouldn't say don't do beans because theirs are going to be gone in October. Yours are still going to be there. Yeah. You're going to be thinking about during hunting season, you know, when is the prime time in November, that's when you want to be you know, drawing the does in, at least in late October. But, you know, it's one thing is if, if your neighbors had food plots of beans and something they had all of it, well, then maybe it might be something, hey, let's try something that, that they might like differently or, or like better or whatever. But if they have beans in the summertime, that might be not bad time to plant beans because they'll take some of the pressure off of yours, you know. So you don't want to necessarily not plant something because your neighbors have them. But for me, on every farm, I try to have a diversified food source because there's different times of the year that they're going to be hitting different stuff. Yeah. Now, when we were on break, uh, you were talking about this one food plot that was kind of long and narrow, I think it was, where you actually did some hinge cunning uh, to enhance that property. Tell us how and why you did it and what does hinge cutting do for us? Okay. Yeah, that was that's in the one that it's a new food plot that I just put in. Now, it was a big chunk of timber and so many deer live in there. But you could never hunt it. You walk in, it was so open. It's just a big series of ridges, but they would see you. If you walked in from 300 yards, they'd see you, and they'd all bail out of there. So we just basically had to stay out of there um, and just let it be this place for deer. Okay, that's just where they have a sanctuary there. So that's why I went in on one of those ridges, and we found one that went in kind of did an L shape, so it was east and west on that end of it. It was kind of right in the middle. I said, this is perfect to get a food plot in here. But now on those rest of those hilltops, I'm going to hinge cut. And so that, that way, yeah, I cut them about... Shoulder high, so like five feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. Cut them, you know, two thirds of the way through, and just let them slowly fall. If you keep them from breaking off, then they'll keep the leaves growing and stuff for for several years, actually. So you know, they got leaves and everything on the ground for cover. So you'll have food, you know, right on the ground, the leaves and and everything else. And even if they had acorns on them, when you when you cut it, you know, you have a whole big wad of acorns on the ground, but mostly for cover. So I wouldn't I do maybe. 50 trees on each one of the top, 50 to 100 trees on the tops of those ridges because that's where they like to bed. So now, at least when they're in there, they feel secure and, and everything, but they still can't see you coming from 200 yards away. So all those ridges, I just kind of made a bunch of hinge cuts in there just to create, you know, cover on the bottom, but also to open up the canopy so sunlight gets in and natural you know, brush and stuff will start growing up so you can even get into that food plot. So it looks real. it's really good now. You used to go in there and you just look at it and you can see 300 yards across there. Now you go in there and it's just a jungle. You know, if deer could be bedding on the ridge next to you, you could sneak into that food plot without them ever seeing you. Yeah. Talk so I'm with, kind of excited about that one. Talk with uh, Lee Lukoski from uh, Lee and Tiffy Crush on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Would you say as a hunter you have grown, but so has your, your management game? Because now we're talking about TSI, that's Timber Stand Improvement. I think so mm-hmm. many people focus on food plots and minerals and stuff, but you're saying, let's look at the bigger picture here, guys and gals. What's truly going to benefit the game? Uh, cause if they don't have a sanctuary, if they don't have cover, it, it's going to be tough for them and it's going to be tough for you hunting. How much has right. timber stand improvement upped, uh, your habitat game a lot? Oh, yeah. I mean, cause you know, those first years you were just focusing on food plots. And, and age structure and all that stuff. Okay, now the once I got most of all the stuff dozed in and ready to plant and planting, and then I got bigger equipment, okay, I can get all that stuff. So now I have time. I said, okay, so the last five years, I really started you know, focusing on the timber stand improvement and hinge cutting and planting fruit trees. I got apple and pear trees every year from out at Hallman Farms, a friend of mine out in South Carolina. He sends me, I say, every year, send me about 
you know, I, I'll get like 30 trees and they're maybe five or six feet tall. And so each year I'm putting these trees on. So now after like five years, now we got some 15 foot pear trees and 10 foot apple trees. With oh, wow. Tons of pears on them and stuff already. You know, so every year I just try to put like 20 or 30 new trees in and just find a spot on the farm. Well, this would be a good place. So, you know, it, the work will never end, you know, and however many years, I hope it's 50 years until I'm still here that <laughs> I'll still be, you'll still be improving all these properties in some way or another. And, you know, just, it's, it's always an ongoing process, but what, that's what's so fun about it, about having your own place, because for me, the hunting season never ends. I mean, that's part of hunting and looking at your farm. How can I make this better? And you can always make it better. I don't care what farm it is. You'll never look into this one is done. You can always look at it and say, well, boy, this man, if I just thickened up this area a little bit, if I had some fruit trees over here, if I had, you know, another food pot over here, if the fences were better over here, it's never done. But that's what's fun. I mean, every day I get up and I think, okay, how can I make my places better for deer? You bet. Hey, uh, that Leo Lukoski, every time he plants an apple tree, he says, fingers crossed, applesauce, may my dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, one more time, make sure you watch Crush on Outdoor Channel uh, with Mr. Lee and Miss Tiffany. That is Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Don't go anywhere. Coming and Cameron. Next, we got Matt Thomas <laughs> from Parmalee on Outside Tracks. Uh, make sure you watch that on Outdoor Channel. That is Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Lee, man, we love you guys. Thank you so much. God bless you. Well, thank you. Love you guys, too. And now a friendly summertime reminder from the revolution with Jim and Trav. You're never too old to ruin a pool party with a cannonball. <laughs> Stick around. The revolution will return right after this. America's first family of shooting. The Michelucks are back. Pretty soon, before you get old and decrepit, uh, you need to make a world record attempt. This season, the competition heats up. There's a lot of range. I know, but you don't have a life for it. <laughs> and for Lena, the call-outs are fierce. Sound like a challenge. A challenge? Do you want yeah. a duel? Go get your shotgun, little girl. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Shootout Lane. Wednesday at 8.30 on Outdoor Channel. <laughs> I got you, Lena. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on. Now here's Matt Thomas, lead singer of Parma Lee and from Outside Tracks on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Check them out at cinchjeans.com. Hey, we're back. We're talking Habitat Rehab on today's show. We just finished up a two-part interview yep. with old Lee Lukoski. Man, he gave some good information. He's the Lukoskin hater. <laughs> All right, Habitat Rehab on today's show. I'm, I'm so pumped about this. Just now being joined by Mr. Matt Thomas. Great group. The lead singer of Parmalee. Make sure you watch him, though, uh, on Outdoor Channel, Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. That is Outside Tracks. Actually, real quick, though, uh, Frank, do you have a cue? All right, play it! Parmalee. She feels like Carolina. Matt, 
you guys owe me child support? Because th this song this right song here did it. is to blame for my fourth child, man. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? I've never heard that. It's great. That's, that's great. I've never heard that before. I'm going to tell you what. If you don't have much game, put on that song and, and stuff's going to happen, man. <laughs> so how's it going? It's great, man. It's great. We're, um, we're heading back to Nashville today. Um, been out been on the road all week and... Yeah, man, just been, been playing shows and having a great time. Yeah, so let's talk about Outside Tracks. Uh, make sure you check it out on Outdoor Channel. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This is such a, a cool great show, concept. Man. But you got to tell us, how did you get partnered up with Outdoor Channel? Um, it, it was brought to the table. I think our management company uh, had something to do with it. But we're avid, you know, outdoorsmen. Uh, and we love hunting and fishing. And, and just all worked out. Our song Roots was is there. And, and uh, it was just a, a great pairing for us and what we do. I, I felt like in, in the outdoor channel, I mean, we watch it all the time, always hunting and fishing. So, and country music, it, it, it kind of all pairs together. Yeah. Well, it's interesting in your song roots, you talk about, you don't have to put the G on hunting and fishing, but you know, yeah. you can tell where people are at uh, by the, the virtue of the way that they say hunting and fishing or hunting and fishing. Isn't that true? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, we, we never say hunting and fishing. <laughs> right, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going fishing this afternoon when I get home. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you say, if you put a G on it, you need to pull your pants up and quit listening to Kanye, I think. <laughs> um, now, it, what's amazing is, man, first of all, I've been listening to your music for a long time. Absolutely love you guys. My kids love you guys Thanks. as well. There's a certain authenticity about you guys because just because you're a country music singer doesn't make you country, but you guys really are the real deal. Yeah, we grew up uh, eastern North Carolina. Three of us did. Small town, about 1,200 people. Farming community. And, and uh, you know, my granddad, uh, he was a farmer. My mother granddad was a logger. So we grew up working with them our whole lives. And Josh, he grew up in the mountains of uh, area of uh, North Carolina on the lake. And uh, so, yeah, we, we grew up country, you know, and, and uh, that was just our whole life. It was always, you know, you're outdoors doing something, and we've never had it. I think the only job I had inside was working at a nightclub. That was my only inside. Every other job I had my whole life was working outside. So been a big part of our lives. Yeah. Well, now, now the thing is, you know, going back to your roots, the fact of the matter is, you know, you guys have always been outdoorsmen, but you've always been raised in music. I mean, your dad had his own band, and you came in one night on a set because, hey, something happened. Yeah. I, unfortunately, his guitar player had was a alcohol problem, and, and he uh, he didn't show up one night. Uh, he had the pre-party. was a little too much for him, so my dad pulled me on stage and said, hey, I know you know the song. He's like, come on, you're up. And I think I was 16, you know. Um, wasn't even supposed to be in the nightclub, but we sneak in. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but he, you know, he knew I'd, I was out there watching rehearse all the time. And, you know, that guy was such a great guitar player, such a big influence on me too, but kind of unfortunate deal. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's how we got in the band. And eventually the, the other guy in the band, he had to go to, went to jail for something. And so my brother got in the band and then, uh, <laughs> And we eventually invited Barry, uh, who's our cousin, who plays bass up with our band now. And he, he got in there doing backup. I think my dad had it made because he, you know, he had reliable musicians and he didn't worry about anything. Loved near stuff. We, we took care of everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, I talk with uh, Matt Thomas, the lead singer of Parmalee. Make sure you watch him outside tracks on Outdoor Channel uh, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So obviously, we made mention uh, about Roots, fantastic song. You guys are going to sing this on outside tracks. Um, tell us about this song. How did this come about, buddy? 
Um, this song is uh, actually it's a song that uh, one of my good friends is a writer on that we heard it and it was like it hit us all so hard. It felt like every every line was speaking to me and my boys and everybody I knew, you know. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just about where you came from and, and just good things you remember growing up and people you remember growing up and how those those things can uh, can never outrun them. They'll always stick with you, you know. Those, those little things you remember. And uh, I think that's a universal language for, for anybody, whether they're from the country or from the city or wherever. If you ever, you ever leave home, you know, and you, you end up somewhere else in life, you, you always have those little things that, that stick with you. Yeah. Talk with, uh, once again, Matt Thomas Parmalee. Make sure you watch him outside tracks on Outdoor Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, talking about your roots, let's talk about the country for a second, you know. All it, right. it, it seems like there's a lot of chaos if things do go to sh- Man, you want to find a country boy because when Armageddon hits, it is guys like us that is honestly going to get everybody through. It's at Redneck. Yeah, it is. And I think about that all the time. Um, not so much where I have a, a shelter or anything built, but <laughs> uh, I just think about that. It, it is amazing how a lot of people probably would just fold up and just be completely useless. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, and I, I think about that when I, when I go fishing, you know, or I go hunting, I'm like, well, could I have fed the family if I went fishing today? I got I to gotta tighten up on my skills, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Still want to figure out how the damn dog got on the roof. Yeah. Really yeah. want to know that. <laughs> you can do all that other stuff. Leave the dog off the roof. All right, so we're talking yeah, about Matt Thomas from Parmalee. Got to hop online, check him out. Make sure you watch him, though, outside tracks on Outdoor Channel. One more time to find out more about you guys, Parmalee, Craig Campbell, outside tracks. Once again, Outdoor Channel Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Where can we find you online, buddy? Parmalee.com. That's P-A-R-M-A-L-E-E.com. Uh, all lined up on the socials at Parmalee Music. You bet. Hey, that was Matt Thomas, and of course, he's with Parmalee. That's right. Make sure you watch these guys. Uh, this has been brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online. Check them out. CinchJeans.com. Coming up next, we have Steve Nessel. He is Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager as we talk about Habitat Rehab. Mr. Madman, you were so awesome. God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thank you so much, man. Great talking to y'all. The Revolution with Jim and Trav would like to take a moment this Memorial Day to remember all the brave souls we've lost who fought to make America the land of the free and the home of the brave. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after this short break. Every Friday night on Outdoor Channel, Venture into the Badlands. Straight up or draped over the saddle, either one. Where revenge and retribution are a way of life. We ain't gonna run, are we, Chris? Hell no. An untamed land filled with heroes, outlaws, and desperate opportunities. Did you bring some gold with you? No. Silver? Just lead. Great movies inspired by the great outdoors. Friday nights on Outdoor Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at himtnjerky.com. That's himtnjerky.com. Welcome back.
Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Now, here's Steve Nessel, Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager. Brought to you by Silencer Shop. High Mountain Seasonings, Cinch Jeans, and Cabela's. Here are the boys. Just add hot water and delicious, rich and foamy Nestle hot chocolate takes the out of winter. You know, that was just creepy. I was, I have to say, I was going to try to tie Steve Nestle, our next guest. Get it? Nestle, quick, Steve Nestle. <laughs> that totally Let's bothered. get to him quick. I'm, I'm not even going to do that because that was just creepy, man. All right, we are talking Habitat Rehab on today's show. Before the break, Carmley. What a great group they are. You got to listen to them. Yeah, Matt Thomas. Make sure you watch them on Outside Tracks. That is on Outdoor Channel. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We are just now being joined, though, uh, once again by Steve Nestle. Yamaha. The Yamaha guy. ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager. Uh, Steve, how's well, it going, Luke. buddy? How's it going, dude? Gentlemen, thanks for having me. I haven't heard that Nestle Quick uh, joke since <laughs> elementary school. It <laughs> takes me back. I know. It is kind of bad. I mean, back to your youth on the plains of Nebraska. So this time of year, I mean, spring, it just revitalizes the woods. It's absolutely amazing. It's a rebirth every single year. Makes us outdoorsmen and women feel so good. Excites us, kind of ramps us up. Yeah, because we want to plant stuff to kill things. For the coming seasons, every single year, Jimbo and I do a whole bunch of projects. We just finished up this spring actually planting over 500 uh, Austrian pines. And um, I tell you, in a project like that, or whether you're out clearing shooting lanes, burning brush, whatever, you have to have hinge cutting. As you know, the tools to get the job done. And you guys there at Yamaha, you have everything we'd ever need, buddy. Well, we try to. Absolutely. We've got, you know, and usually when you're doing the cut stuff you're, you're, you're talking about, you want to take multiple people and, and as much gear with you as possible. So our side-by-side vehicles tend to fit the bill there where you have a cargo bed, throw all your gear, um, take everything and extra people, like extra sets of hands and, uh, and get to places you probably can't go to in your truck. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and get back. Don't, don't forget about getting back. Get 20 miles into the woods. Uh, yeah. Some people may, uh, even if it's just two, um, getting back is, is a uh, key and very important to family members and yourself alike. So, um, a durable, reliable product that is uses a tool all year round. I mean, we talk about harvesting game in the fall or even turkeys in the spring and whatnot. Um, but all year long, our stuff is, is, is ready and willing to be uh, hard at work for you doing what you need to do. Yeah. You know, we talk with the folks from the Mule Deer Foundation, the White Dales and, and, uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Mountain Foundation uh, National Wild Turkey Federation. They all have projects that they do every spring. Matter of fact, throughout the whole year. Like you've but, been involved in doing the guzzlers. Yeah. A whole bunch of those. And, and the fact of the matter is, they never have enough volunteers. And because they don't have enough volunteers, they don't have enough ways to be able to carry people around because they're limited on what they can do. But you guys have very affordable uh, uh, ATVs and UTVs. Yeah, like the Viking EPS SE. Let's just talk about that for a second. With your assisted dump box, man, you can haul 600 pounds. That is a lot of equipment. Plus, you could tell, what is it rated like 1,500 pounds? You can tow with that? Yeah, it's 1,500 pounds towing with 600 pounds in the box. And that's, that's actually awesome. a key deal is, is those both those towing and, and cargo ratings are based on doing both at the same time. So, oh, wow. And that's that's enabled to or meant to enable the vehicle perform as it would on a trail without any cargo or anything behind it. So we're, we're, we tend to be a little bit conservative, to be honest with you, on our, our towing and cargo ratings. But, um, you know, you guys are, were surprised at the numbers, and, and 
it is. It, it doesn't end up being limiting at the end of the day. We've research shows people carry somewhere between 150 and 250 in their bed normally. So you have the wherewithal to get up there and, and take that extra stuff if and when you need to. And it, it really is good to have in your back pocket. Yeah. Now we've been talking about the Viking EPS uh, SE. We just mentioned some of the features. Real quick, talk with Steve Nessel though, Yamaha's ATV and side by side group marketing manager. Before we go on with this, buddy, to to look at all the products we're going to talk about, where can we find that stuff online? Uh, you go to yamahamotorsports.com, and uh, it's pretty easy. You just click on the, the side-by-side link, and it jumps right into not only our Viking vehicles, but also our Wolverine, or a little bit more of the hybrid of fun and work, play and work, if you will. And then even the, if you're really not that interested in work and you want to just play, we've got that pure <laughs> sport, go fast stuff, too. That's Jimbo, really. That's it. That's it. I, I try to shirk my responsibilities. Now, would what which would you say is probably your ultimate workhorse in ATV? Um, kind of all around. Would you say the Grizzly or the Kodiak? You know, you're making me pick. I, I don't like you for that. Um, <laughs> no, it, it just, if I were to consider just an everyday guy out there looking for the best bang for his buck, it'd probably be the Kodiak. Yeah. Grizzly's a little bit more performance pointed. It's got, you know, it's top of the line deal. So if you want to go to the, the pinnacle, go Grizzly. But if you want something that's got a little bit easier on your pocketbook, it still has all the features like four-wheel drive and our automatic transmission, independent suspension, and it's really tailored to all-day use. And what I mean by that is the the way the power is delivered is more of like a linear, smooth, relaxed acceleration. So it's not trying to yank your arms out of their sockets. The Grizzly's got a little bit of a punch to it, but for a reason. It's supposed to be peppy and fun, and, and the yeah. Kodiak across the board is more of your workhorse. And I think they both have the same cargo capacity off the racks and same towing. So if you made me pick, and it sounds like you are, I'd, uh, I'd go with the Kodiak. All right, so talk with Steve Nessel, Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager. Uh, one thing I want to touch on real quick before we get to a break is the Yamaha Outdoor Access Initiative. Uh, last year, you guys warded nearly $100,000 uh, to six grant recipients. Tell us about this program, man. This is absolutely amazing. Well, that, that actually sounds more like a quarter for us. We, we've been trending more uh, upwards of three to 400K a year. Holy uh, we've cow. Actually put, we've put more than $3 million back into the field in, in over just over 10 years now. I mean, if you think about it, it, it's about that safe, responsible use we've been discussing at at the top levels. Um, And it's a little selfish. We always want to make sure there's trails for us to make and and get people into our vehicles. But we want want people to be able to enjoy the outdoors, whether that's just trail riding, recreating with their family on weekends, or if it's getting into those, you know, those real remote areas to chase, you know, the big game, the elk in certain parts of the western U.S. So we we grant some money to RMEF for some of their projects. We've dealt with NWTF, even Future Farmers of America have some money from that access initiative for outdoor rec um, and the wildlife proficiencies that their kids are doing. Um, you know, good programs that are helping get these kids some experience and, uh, and help them grow as as members of society are, are funded through that program. So it's, it's a really cool deal and it's very appropriate in its messaging as far as how these things need to be used safely and, and responsibly. And, you know, across the board, uh, that's, that's things that people need to be paying attention to day in, day out. And it doesn't take away from how good our vehicles are how useful they are, just making sure that people use them the right way. All right, Mr. Steve Nestle, Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager. We've been talking about the Vikings, these these side-by-sides, also the ATVs. One more time, Mr. Steve, to find out everything we've been talking about from Yamaha. Where do we have to head to online to do that? That's pretty easy. Just go to Yamaha Motorsports, all one word, dot com. Hey, that was Steve Nestle. Steve, you are so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate you guys having me. Thanks a lot. 
Welcome to the summer of the revolution. Shooting guns, fishing, drinking beer, and camping. Live life to the fullest this summer and take Jim and Trav along with you at JimandTrav.com. The revolution will continue next. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Yo, it's Jimmy K in the house! Who that? Buddy B. I know that's right. Travis T. Next generation marksman. The Second Amendment isn't there for duck hunting. Word. Four rules of firearm safety. Back up. You can become an American and join the Republic. Number one. Yo. Always treat every firearm as though it is loaded. Mm-hmm, that's right. Number two. Yo. Always keep the muzzle pointed in a safe direction. Preach it, baby. Mm-hmm. Number three. Back up. Keep your finger off the trigger guard until ready to shoot. You hear him, boy? Number four. Yeah. Always be sure of your target and what is in front of it and behind it. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Back up. That's what's up. We bad. Next generation marksmen. More guns means less crime. Word. You punks. Let's get out of here. Oh, you left out a bunch of stuff. Like what? Well, like this concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. And you can always follow the boys 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, folks. How about old Matt Thomas with Parmalee? And then we had uh, Steve uh, Nessel with uh, Yamaha and Lee Lukoski, two-parter. Was there anybody else? Mrs. Bunny. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Bunny. (laughs) Wow, what a great show. All added together to We Paid the Bills. Yeah, uh, Habitat Rehab on today's show. Mrs. Bunny, you were fantastic. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, and hey, we want to thank our 550 and affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Funjore, producer Mark Benary, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right, and get outdoors this week and take some kids with you and teach them about the importance of conservation. But don't go anywhere next week. Actually, you're probably going to have to go somewhere before next week. We're talking the flame game, man. We're going to be grilling all sorts of a wild game. We're going to be pretty and grilling. Cool. All right, Miss Bunny, you want to say anything? Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. That's right. Hey, happy Memorial Day to all of those who paid the ultimate price. That's right. Thank you, boys and girls. We love you. God bless. Peace out. America, it rules!
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.